the Sunday morning shit show. <laughs> you started off strong. Hey, y'all. <laughs> then she looked at me. She goes, no, nah, I want Ola. <laughs> so Ola's what you got, y'all. How are you guys doing today? I hope you're answering me. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope every single one of you are saying that you're fantastic. So I think we announced it last week. We might not have. We made it to 222 on the comedy charts, which is really fucking incredible. That is really incredible. So, and it's all thanks to you guys, you know, uh, for listening and streaming us and uh, just commenting some of the fucked up things we say back to us. (laughs) I literally got a text message from one of our mutual friends and he just said something that I said. I was like, you're listening to the show. He goes, how did you know? I said, those are my words. (laughs) I know for a fact that they are my words. I was listening on Sunday while putting on my makeup and I legitimately laughed so hard. My mascara went straight (laughs) into my eyelids. So good. (laughs) I like laughing. The Top Gun part really set a lot of people off. I will tell you. (laughs) I mean, it set our group message off quite a bit. And... Listen, and you're not the only one that has not watched Top Gun. And then one one of our crew members, one of our army, came back and said, oh, Jessica Simpson does a remake of that song that I love. Who the fuck are... Highway Into the Danger Zone? I've Highway never... To, I, well, I've heard this song, but oh, I have okay. not heard Jessica Simpson's remake of it. Oh, God. I can't even imagine what it sounds like. It's got to be awful. I didn't even realize she was still a singer. No, I think this was like back when she was singing. Oh. Before the like fashion line and the addiction. Good for her. I, I'm really upset that she remade that song. No offense to her. She's listening right now. But I'm just. But Jessica Simpson, I mean, if she's listening, we have made it. <laughs> <laughs> she's just, <laughs> she's sitting at home. She's like, what do I want to listen to? This looks like a good time. And the first episode she gets to. <laughs> Is the one of us bashing her fucking singing? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. We're kidding, Jessica yeah. Simpson. If you're watching, totally we joking. Listen, we were early, we were we were high school students in 2000. We we were bopping to you. We all know what's that irresistible? He's irresistible. You know what I'm saying? Yikes! You don't even know music. I I know don't know music. Lo- I know a lot of music. Oh, it wasn't country. I'm so sorry. Uh, I I. There's only a few Jessica Simpson songs I know. Do you know Britney Spears? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I saw her in concert. I was really afraid you were going to say no, to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was real afraid. I thought that the free Britney shirt you got was for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before we start, Tinky Tink. Let's go ahead and Tink Tink. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ginger ale. And Diet Coke. <laughs> I don't know why we have the need to announce it, but I just feel like you should know that we're not getting sloshed to uh, record this podcast for you guys. I feel like that is uh, that that would give an element of the shit show that you just don't no. uh, deserve. There may be a point in time where we do get sloshed, but 
We'll find out. We'll uh, f- you, you never know. know. Roll the dice. Um, so we had talked about, you know, before we get into our, our topic today, which is a, which is a doozy of a one, um, but it was requested from us. Um, so thank you guys for your suggestions. Please keep them coming in uh, because that, that helps create content. And um, hopefully you like what we say, uh, but even if you don't, sometimes hearing something that you don't like to hear can help shake loose something that you needed to hear. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we talked about friendships ending, you know, a couple episodes back and I had shared a story, um, that, you know, obviously I, I shared my side of the story, um, for the most part. I mean, I didn't go into details, um, of anything and, and how we, um, we're probably better off apart and I don't wish her, you know, any ill will. Yeah. Uh, and one of our mutual friends actually sent it to her and, um, she had messaged me and said that, uh, we did a really good job and that she was really thankful for the way that I handled it. And one of the things that I will tell you guys, you know, right now, and I've said it before, I've said it a hundred times, you know, it's not even a matter of like how I handle it and and what I've said to you guys here. It's what I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, nobody is the villain in their own story. And I am, I had a really great conversation with her and, uh, I am really, really happy she is doing so well. Uh, that really makes it, it, me feel it gives good. me goosebumps that um, that she reached out to you and that she yeah. listened and she's proud of you and proud of us and where we're going and it just really proves her character yeah and um, where we're at in yep. adult life right um, we joked about being almost 40 and how that is fucking wild to like even think about I mean because yeah. if you think about the time that we met so I've known my longest friend since kindergarten, which is a long, long fucking time. Mm-hmm. But even thinking back to high school, like tw- 24 years, like that number is so illogical to me because of like sometimes I feel like I'm still, like you're 24, <laughs> still 24. <laughs> um, and then, you know, my bones hurt and uh, I'm tired all the time. and <laughs> I can't and drink then- anymore. Brittany lays on the floor like she did last night next to the bed, stretching out her hips like I'm 195. (laughs) You know, like old people shit, you know? But whatever. Fuck it. I got, like, a bunch of Botox in my face, so I won't look it. That's all that matters to me. (laughs) So on to our topic. Um, You know, I hope she continues to listen. We, you know, really, I really am happy for her. So, Um, but... I will tell you, the topic today, we, we, we planned it out. We talked about it uh, between Britt and I, and this one's a doozy. It's, what do you do when uh, you break up with somebody? Like, the first couple of days. Or someone breaks week, up with you. Or somebody breaks up with you. Like, th- there's the a breakup. The very beginning, when it's nice and fresh. Fresh, like an open wound. Um, and that's literally sometimes how it feels. Oh, God, yeah. Like... Especially when you don't do the breaking up. Yeah. Um, when it, it, it is thrust upon you, that they've made the decision for you. Yeah. Um, I want to believe, you know, like, because I look back and, and, you know, I've been broken up with before. And, and um, you know, when I look back on that breakup and, you know, how hurt it was. Ultimately, that was the right decision. Let's just be honest. Like, it was the right decision for him. It was the right decision for me. It was the right decision for us. <coughs> You know, so looking back, 
I might not have been the one to pull the trigger, but at some point somebody was going to have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, God, I, well, I was a lot younger then. <laughs> I was probably four. <laughs> four years old. <laughs> I was four years old. I was probably 24. <laughs> I was four. <laughs> Jimmy was awful. Little asshole. I'm just kidding. Nobody liked me until I was older. <laughs> but don't let what we were just talking about wound. and Because it does feel like a wound sometimes after a fresh breakup. Um, but don't let that wound pick your next chapter. Yep. You have to take the time to heal and then you can pick your next chapter and then you can move forward. Sit in the sadness for a little bit. Like give yourself that time, that that time to grieve the loss. Because regardless if, if you were like, hey, I don't want to be with you anymore or it was the opposite way, uh, take the time to grieve the loss. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't really know. Sit in the bathtub, cry as hard. The ugly cry. You know the ugly cry. The one where you're snotting all over your face. You're trying to drink wine out of the bottle, but yeah. you're like coughing it all up because you're like crying so hard. That's the kind of shit you should do. Yeah. Go sit in the sour. The sour. <laughs> you get what you Crying pay for, Crying is folks. cathartic. Yeah. For sure. I, Crying is super cathartic. Alexi, I don't, I mean, if, if I'm, if I know you well enough, you're, you're not, Alexi's not a big crier. I'm sure a crier. Not. Oh yeah, Britt's a crier. Britt will cry when she's happy, when she's sad, if she's just been sitting too long. <laughs> <laughs> If her kid said hi to her, like anything, like anything, she could be triggered. That is not me. I am the antithesis. I of don't that. cry a lot, but I do like when things make me overly happy, um, or I do get sad. I do cry. I, that does happen. So yeah, I you know there, there's times I usually am a private crier versus a public. But crying crier. is very cathartic for me because after I get a good cry out. Typically, I feel better. See, I like the bubble bath portion of this scenario. Uh Uh-huh. And drinking wine. Okay. You know? (laughs) If I cry, good for me. But no, I think that that is a really good, like, kind of thing. Let that out. Like, let yourself have that grief. Yeah. You know? Um, And and then you got to start talking to yourself, you know? You got to start saying, hey, I'm a bad bitch, not a sad bitch. Yeah. That's... That is 100% the truth. I do want to take a, a moment to to note that uh, Britt made show notes, and I did too, and left them at home. So I'm the loser today. <laughs> um, but I'm going to actually, looking at my show notes and going off of what Alexi just said, um, this was a quote that I, that I found today when I was coming up with some of my show notes. And it says, two hours after a breakup, females have, be having three jobs, a business, a scholarship to Harvard, and a down payment on a house. Oh, for sure. Um, no, that's not really what happens. Sometimes you sit in the bathtub and you cry your freaking eyes out well, for I don't hours. Th- I, but I mean, three days. Give it three days. Yeah. I mean, give it three days and you're fine. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there is, um, I think that there is something, you know, we talked about the cathartic, but I like staying busy, you know, um, because I'll give myself, uh, myself time to sit in the sadness, to sit into what happened, 
Uh, but I know for me personally, I cannot stay there. No, you can't stay there. You got to be productive and you got to continue on. You got to, you can, okay, give yourself, the Sunday morning shit show is going to say, we are giving you three days to sit in the sadness. Three. Max. If you go to four, you can't listen to us anymore. Actually, you still have to. You have to listen to us more if you yeah. do. Um, but we give you three days to sit in the sadness and to start that healing process. And then you have got to get up and you've got to move on. You've got to get out of the house. You've got to be productive. Whether it's getting in the car and driving around or going to Target or going to your best friend's house or going to get your nails done. Um, self-care is going to... it. That is a lot to do with the healing process. I like changing my hair when I get when I get like that. Either chopping it all off. I added hair recently, not because of a breakup, just because I wanted to. But you know what I mean? Like changing something. It's it's not necessarily. It's just that physical release of something. Yeah. You know, especially when you cut your hair. Don't do it yourself. I like to, to buy things too. Buy things, but like something that's new. I, you know what I really like doing? And I actually did this with my ex. Um, this was really hard. I sat down and I wrote him a note. Uh, everything that I wanted to say. Everything from the entire relationship. Everything I've ever wanted to say to him that I never did. Um, I, in the letter, I yelled at him for the things that he's done and said to me. I, I, I mean, it was cutthroat, the letter. But at the end, I put, I forgive you. I signed my name, and then I burned it. Yeah. And the pressure that was taken off of me was fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Because you have no idea, once you get those words out uh, of you, yeah. because you just had the shock, you broke up, you know, what, what do you do? And you're just like, well, you motherfucker did all of these things and I didn't break up with you for that and and this is what you do and this is how you repay you know whatever um or I bought you this or I bought you that that's not how it works and you can't go straight to him with those words because then that's just going to start a fight and that's nothing that you want to deal with in the process of trying to heal yourself it, it won't you won't heal no. it'll just you'll just keep it's like a scab like it's like when you keep pulling off the scab and it bleeds again you're like oh my god I'm bleeding no fucking duh you literally just pulled off the scab, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like just yanked it right off, peeled it right off, and it was, and there it was. Yeah. And I think that, you know, right for me, and I, you know, everything is, is going to be subjective and different for different people. For me, telling him everything, and I did it in my handwriting, so I also had to, like it wasn't just like typed out. Um, that the word, I felt the words exiting my body, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. for me, a keyboard is not the same. I mm-hmm. think that's because I'm an elder millennial. Um, uh, as you can tell here, I write all of the things down. Yeah. I write it down. I have a book. I have a book to write it down, but, um, writing that letter for me put everything that I wanted to ask, everything I wanted to say, everything I needed to say all on that piece of paper. And then it got burned. Um, he never saw the light of day. It never, it never saw anybody else but me. Uh, it wasn't grammatically correct. I had 3,955 commas in the first paragraph with no periods um, at all. And uh, That's it, was, it was just commas was... after every word. It was just fucking chaos. 
Sometimes I put four. <laughs> Just commas everywhere. Commas everywhere. No periods. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was... Full on run on sentence. Just three paragraphs of a run on sentence. <laughs> one sentence. Um, <laughs> with commas. With commas. Um, so yeah, so that that for me was like, it, it, it was in me. It went through my hand, through my pen, onto the piece of paper, and then the piece of paper went away. And I'm not saying that it fixed overnight, but like the powder keg was gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't feel like, was I still sad? Yes. Was I sitting in this loneliness and, and desperation? Uh, absolutely fucking not. And, and then when you have that time and you take away and you, you take that time, do you know what you get to do next? Learn. Yeah. Learn. What was the lesson in the relationship you were in? And you don't walk away from from someone. If you're if you're the person that's walking away, don't walk away from a person saying that you're teaching them a lesson. Walk away from them knowing that you finally learned your lesson. That it's time for you to get out of whatever kind of we'll call it toxic relationship that you were in. And toxic relationships, just as a side note, toxic relationships do not, are not mutually exclusive to narcissism or alcoholism or abuse in any way. Sometimes a toxic relationship, like we talked about with friends, like you just, you're not on the same page. Yeah. You're just not on the same page and you're constantly trying to change the other person to be the person that you want them to be. And that's not how fucking life works, you know? So... You have that time to heal and, and learn from it and say, okay, hey, this guy played video games 24-7 and I can't, I can't stand that. But there's going to be the next person that's like, oh my God, I love playing video games with you. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's, there's a match there. Yeah. You know, and, and coming from experience, one thing that I highly recommend within those three days, I even give it more than that post breakup please for the love of god don't go and jump on dating apps and get on bumble and hinge and tinder tinder and tiktok TikTok. oh i'm sorry tiktok's not a dating app yes it is some people think it's a dating app tiktok is not a dating app it's not it's not. <laughs> it could be anybody you want on the internet. I digress. I digress because that's not what this topic is about. But please don't. That just I have learned. I have experience within this. What I am about to speak of. Do not go and jump on a dating app. As that, um, what do we call it? Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? I'm drawing a blank. But like a, it's it's temporary. Had it's a bandaid on a bullet hole. Yes, bullet hole. Yes. Okay. You're trying to seek that validation, that that attention from someone else, um, but that's not the way to do it because you have to heal yourself before you can find someone else. If you don't know who you are, okay, especially after a relationship, a long or short term, if you don't know who you are. Being in a relationship is not going to work. It's not. Because what will happen is, is you'll start conforming to 
what they are looking for. And you're going to feel trapped in there. You're going to feel that you can't get out. Yeah. And then you're going to be stuck into a different cycle. Yeah. And then you're going to wonder why that one ended. And it's because, okay, hey, I'll give you an example. I am not a big drinker. Yeah. Right? But there are people that just like to have a drink a night. Yeah. Or two. I'm 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 kind of fine with that, but sometimes it puts me on edge, you know? And if you don't heal from like previous so like my ex, I've talked about it before, was an alcoholic. Um and so if if that was a thing and I didn't talk to him or I didn't take the time to heal from that and realize that hey, everybody that has a drink or two a night is not an alcoholic. Yeah. Um if I didn't take that time, I'd be bringing the baggage into the next relationship. Yeah. And it's not because, you know, I had I had a debate with um, a friend of mine. I won, naturally. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, you know, he said, no, 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 you should bring the baggage in. I said, no, no, no. You bring the experience in, not the baggage. You communicate about it. Correct. So, like, for example... If I, you know, again, one or two a night, the questions I could ask, hey, listen, is, you know, is this an every night thing? Is this, and tell them, hey, I was with an alcoholic. It, it just makes me uncomfortable that you're, you're drinking right now. Can we, um, can we just talk about it? Mm -hmm. You know, now if he, if he's hammering back a case or two a beer night, that might be a bigger problem, you know, and that's not something I know that I'm going to stand for. Yeah. You know, like I'm not going to stand for somebody that is drinking that much anymore. I, I can't because I, I can't take care. You know, I can't mentally take care of them. So that's bringing in experience, not the baggage. Yeah. Because you have to give the person the benefit of the doubt if they're telling you, uh, hey, listen, I really just like to cut the edge after a really long day at work. Yeah. And I want a glass of bourbon or I want um, TV static. That's White Claw. Because oh. truly is superior. Truly is very superior. Yeah. White Claw is like drinking TV static. Yeah. That's from Frankie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's like White Claw. I mean, no, no offense, White Claw, but Truly Punch is superior. Truly Punch is the best, followed by Truly Tea. And that's being protected of, protective of yourself. Because you have to be protective of yourself and the person that you're recreating after yeah. this healing process. Um, you have to recreate you. And again, coming from experience, um, I was with my ex for 17 years. We were married for seven. Um, so I had to take that time. Yes, I would be lying. And like we talked in the last episode, I don't lie. I would be lying if I said I did not jump on dating apps as soon as our divorce was final and try to start dating. I did. And then I quickly figured out, hey, Britt, this shit ain't going to work. <coughs> Pardon my... Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I knew right then and there that was... I was just trying to fill a void yeah and I had to find Brit and I had to find that person that I was missing before I could find anybody else 
going for me again, going from a, a relationship, you know, cause I, I didn't go on the dating apps. I did other, uh, destructive behaviors. Um, but jumping from one penis to the next penis, you know, just because you get under somebody else or a vagina to or another. a vagina or anything, it don't, it don't matter. Okay. Anything that you, your, your world desires. We are all inclusive here. I just wanted to let you know it. But jumping on and, and doing in, and going into that is not going to fill the void that you're trying to fill. It'll fill voids for sure. Yeah. It will. A void. It will fill a void. But it will not fill the, the right void. void. <laughs> yeah. It won't fill the void. Um, and I think that that's the hardest kind of concept to get. Right? Is... You know, you're like, I'm hurting right now. I miss that physical contact. I miss that. But sometimes you got to sit and miss it for a little yeah. bit. And it's hard. Oh, and, and nobody talks about um, how lonely healing can be. Oh, yes. Because a lot of times, like, you, like especially as you get older, like, you don't, do you have roommates? No. I, I surely don't. If my kids aren't here, it's just me. Yeah. And um, it can get lonely as hell. Uh, it, it can. Even though I do have a boyfriend, he does not live here. We do not see each other all of the time. Right. Um, so there are plenty of nights that I sit here. Now, I think my healing pro I wouldn't say my healing process. I, yeah, I would say my healing process is over because I've found Brittany again. Yeah. Um. But during that time, and even still now, like no one, no one really talks about how lonely the healing process can be, and it will be lonely. Silence is deafening. I remember after, you know, my my last ex, um, I went into the same apartment um, that we shared together, um, and I had to get up, go to work, uh, the same bed same setup, the same furniture, um, day after day after day after day, looking at the same holes in the wall that he punched in the wall, looking at the same piece of furniture that he kicked a hole through. Yeah. Um, every single day, and I was by myself, it was so loud. Yeah. That silence. And I had a friend... Um, that ended up did she moved into me it, it was it was a one bedroom apartment so it was kind of cramped for a little bit until the two bedroom was finally ready and then we moved uh, there together uh, but without her to move into that next apartment and everything like that I I don't know if I'd be sitting here right now yeah. in our very custom built studio we're very rich yes <laughs> in love um, and <laughs> love does not pay the bills friends Marchland Combio. <laughs> we're going to plug in the middle of the episode because we don't have any sponsorships yet. So you don't have to hear us. I mean, like, after that bullshit. storm, because you go through that storm and yeah. it is a, sometimes a shit storm stage five tornado. Yep. Um, Oh man. Like, can it get bigger than a stage five? I have no other idea. The categories of tornadoes. Or is it even a stage category five? I don't even know if it's... I have no, uh, 
we'll just say category we'll, category five tornado. Today, today, y'all found out that that this is why meteorologists um, <laughs> go to school. <laughs> we don't know shit. I was wondering. But after I was that wondering why storm they had to have a comes a rainbow. Yep. Um. Flowers, I don't even know if this is the right way to say it because I don't have it written down, but I'm going to just come off the cuff and say it like, flowers can't grow without rain. They sure can't. They can't grow without water. No. They can't, and neither can you. Like, I want you guys to hear that again. You can't grow without it either. Um, There was a, a saying, too, without darkness, you don't look for light. Yeah. Okay. So, if you think about it in literal terms, being nighttime, you know, looking at the night, and then, you know, you look for the light to be able to guide your path. Mm -hmm. This is the same type of concept. This is a storm that you will weather, and it'll be awful, especially, like, the longer the relationship, probably the worse it's going to be. If there are kids involved, probably worse. Uh, Infidelity, probably worse. Yeah. Um, You know? All of those things are really fucking terrible. Yeah. They really are. But once you get on the other side of it, you're going to be able to look back and say, holy shit, who was that person? I know. And it, 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 during the storm, you may say to yourself, I'm not going to make it through this. I'm not. There's no way. But my friends, guess what? You are going to make it through it. You are going to make it through it, and you are going to make it through it stronger on the other side. Oh, absolutely. Um, you have to be brave. You have to give yourself grace. Some days are going to be easier than, than others. I will tell you that much. But someday, sooner than later, you will be happy because you were brave enough to push through that storm. And, you know, I said earlier, there's every relationship has a lesson, you know, and we're specifically talking about dating right now. Um, so I'll maintain that. But if you look at back at relationships that are no longer, you know, in your dating life, think about the things that you took forward, you know, and you, and you took the experience forward versus the baggage. Mm-hmm. And you said to yourself, okay, hey, this guy was trashed all the I don't want to be with an alcoholic anymore. Yeah. Um, or... You know, this guy played, I'm going to use video games because I'm not a big video gamer, but it's not that it's bad, but video games, you know, like they're always on video games. Like it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It doesn't mean like this guy tried to control every single thing that I did. Right. Everything. Yeah. And if they do that, you could bring the experience forward. Like, Hey, listen, here's what I noticed in this other person are the sign, the same signs there. Yeah. You know? Um, is he calling you, I don't want to say a derogatory pet name. That's not the right thing, but like lowering a status. Do you know what I mean? Making sure that he's, (laughs) he's ranked higher than you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and satisfies that kind of is a, is a, is a dig, Yeah. you know? Um, I'm trying to think of some other things that, you know, for me, um, oh, this statement, you're so lucky. I love you. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. When you are in the middle of a relationship that is completely, disgustingly toxic, you look at them and go, I really am. No, motherfucker. You're lucky I love you. Yeah. You're lucky I love you. Look at me. Look at you. 
fuck yourself. There's a girl that I follow on TikTok and she cracks me up. I've done one of her audios before. And it says, if a guy you're dating starts to try to control what you're doing, red flag, red, red flag. flag. This is not a build-a-bitch. You get what you get and you don't pitch a fit. And there will be somebody that likes the way that you are, regardless of how you are. Fighting for a relationship that you aren't even happy in is borderline psychotic in my eyes. Yes, that's crazy. Borderline psychotic. If if they're like, you have to change, you have to change, you have to change, you have to change, you have to change to fit my needs. And it's not saying that the other person is bad for doing it. But if you're, if you're constantly hearing that, then that is a fucking crime. Because when you change to fit somebody else's needs, you're not your own person, yeah. right? And the reason why I say it's a crime is because you're allowing yourself to be taken over. Yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, at, at, what point, at what point do you take your life for yourself? Because the person the, the person that you're with is going to continue to be like, hey, listen, I don't like these features. And it's like, why are you with them? Like, if, they're, if, if what they do is so fucking infuriating, let them go. If you don't like what they, what, whether it's looks or characteristics or things that they do, and you're sitting there trying to change them, leave. Get out. And also leave them. Yes. Leave them. Like if you're doing this and you're just like, hey, I don't like, leave them. You know? And then once, you know, if that person finally does say, hey, you know what? I've, I've given up hope. I don't have any hope anymore. Like fucking go. Like it will hurt. It'll especially hurt in the beginning. But you've got to heal. And you got to be your own person. And I'll tell you one thing. I wouldn't fucking live with the dude or be around. I I promise you the last thing that I would do is be in that same place as them. I'd just leave. Yeah. You know? I mean, figure out how to get out. Yeah. Because that's for your own sanity. That is the truth. I, I (laughs) I really get passionate about that. But I would rather know sooner than later. Yeah. You know, like, like I'd rather know after three months that you didn't like me than three years. Yeah. Because I think three months is enough time to kind of really get the the outer shell of the person. Yeah. To know the outer shell of the person. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's usually the outer shell that you're looking at first. Yeah. You know? Like, you're going to know that that motherfucker plays video games Mm 24-7 in the first three months. Yeah. You just are. Yeah. And if that is your breaker, like, why are you going to try to change this person? Like, what they're doing is not wrong. Yeah. It just doesn't work for you. Yeah. So why hold on to something? Because you don't want to be fucking alone? Doesn't make sense. You don't want to start over? Well, guess what? Here comes the truth bomb. Neither did I. But guess what? That's what I did. And God bless. God bless it. God bless it. That's all. Well, I mean, starting over, like, you know, don't look at the end of a relationship as the end. Look at it as a fresh beginning. Yeah. Not in another relationship, not in a, but the relationship with yourself is much more important Mm -hmm. than a relationship with somebody else. Yeah. And if you don't have good self-awareness of yourself, 
it, you know, this, this is what'll happen. It'll continue to be a powder keg inside of you, you know, waiting to explode. You, you can't be that girl that tolerates the bullshit. You can't be that girl that lets someone else transform you into a person that you're not. Yeah. Um, and, and God bless the woman that chases after absolutely nobody. Because if there's someone in your life that's trying to tra- transform you, um, then it's time to leave. Uh, it's time to stop that chase. Um, and you need no validation for that because like I said and I think one of the last podcasts you are not the tin man you have a heart Mm -hmm. you have a soul and you have feelings you are a person and no one should ever try to change the person that you are ever um and, and don't be that girl that seeks being taken care of. Provide for yourself um, when it comes to validation. Like, fill your own cup. If- so when you're going through a breakup, like we've been talking about, like when you, if you can get up to fill your own cup, I didn't mean for that to rhyme. But when you get up to do that, you're going to be ready sooner. But if you sit in that pain forever, you'll never be ready. You know, they say that one of the biggest things, I don't know where I heard this, but I read this one time that waking up every morning and making your bed is the very first step into to having a day that's full of motivation. Did you know that people that make their bed, their beds are dirtier? Really? Something about, like, skin, because it gets trapped in there when you put the sheets back on it. I don't know. Uh, maybe I wash, my, I wash my sheets twice a week, as you a, know, in our soundproof a, booth here. <laughs> y'all probably hear my dryer going in the background, because um, we are This is a soundproof high, booth. I do not know what you're talking about. We are high tech. Um, but, I mean, I wash my sheets twice a week, but that may be the OCD in me. Oh, and there goes my refrigerator. <laughs> It's haunted in this booth. No. We <laughs> talked about that last up. There's no haunting here. <laughs> no. Um, but God bless that woman that chases after nobody and needs no validation and handles her own business like a motherfucking boss. I'm just saying. Like, let yourself sit in those three days. Let yourself wallow, heal. Don't pick the scar off. Um, And then get up and move on. Uh, I am going to say it again. I know from experience that I sat and I wallowed and I said, it's time to be done with this. Yeah. And it's time to wake up every single morning and get in the shower and put on my makeup and be a boss. Because that's who I am. She says put on her makeup like she's not talking about her eyebrows. Uh, I am talking about my eyebrows. You put your eyebrows on every morning people put your eyebrows on put your happy eyebrows on every morning and it's hard sometimes you're still going through the motions but like for me personally waking up and trying to be positive like this morning I did not wake up as positive I was filled with fury 
And I try not to get myself to the point of being this angry because it's just, it's not healthy for anybody no. around me. Um, but I got out of that funk because I called the people I needed to call. I reached out. I vented to get it out of me. You guys got the text this morning. Good morning from your girl that's in a funk. And yeah. that was me this morning. Yeah. I had horrible dreams last night that affected my mood when I woke up this morning. And thank God I woke up and it was a dream. Because ah, dreams aren't real. Um, but yeah. Dreams can be real if you think hard enough. Well, I hope this was not, this was not real. Shoot for the stars. This, I am shooting for this. was a not real dream. <laughs> um, and... And I woke up in a funky funk this morning. And I said to my girls, good morning to my girls from your girl in a funk. And what every single one of you do, fix your crown. Stop it, bitch. Stop it right now. I think I'm the meanest when I'm <laughs> up. And I was like, just stop. Pull yourself together. You're fine. <laughs> Buck up, ho. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just rhyming. I'm doctor. Call me Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Call me motherfucker doctor. That shouldn't be merch. Buck up, ho. Let's go. <laughs> it should have had, it should have been our Christmas merch. <laughs> like a Rudolph nose. On a buck. Yeah. <laughs> Why are all our good oh, ideas? I'm writing that down. Where's my ink pen? Uh, did you say my... ink pen? <laughs> Just a pen. Why did you say ink pen? Like, obviously, it's ink. Bagel. Stop it! <laughs> You're a demon. <laughs> There's no ink pen over here. <laughs> I don't even see a pen that is filled with blood. <laughs> I don't have any. I, there are no writing utensils over on, over yonder <sighs> with your bagel. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Bagel. Bagel. Oh. Okay, this is about breaking up, and we're going to watch a real-life breakup. I think this is the third time I've broken up with Britt. No, she's not. She says no. No. I'm in an abusive relationship. Help me. Uh, I'm kidding. At least no. we laugh our way through it. That's right. <laughs> if I say it hard enough, I can say it the right way. No, but we... To get to the next step and to be better... For your next partner. And it's not even just being better for the ne your next partner. Being better for yourself is going to, you're going to attract the better partner. Yeah. Um, you know, because again, every relationship has a reason. Mm -hmm. And if you sit long enough, you'll find it. You know, if, if it's been a short relationship, you're going to be like, okay, what can I learn from this? And sit down and think about it. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe I said I love you too fast. Maybe those aren't the feelings because I, maybe it's because of this. You know, oh, maybe it, it was so short because I didn't get over my ex. So even though I didn't want to be married to them or with them or whatever the case may be, and you didn't want it anymore, but you never took the time to heal from it and actually grieve it. Because mm -hmm. I think grieving is the, is the hardest part, but you've got to put a deadline on it. Yeah. Because if you sit in it too long, especially like for short relationships, people are like, what are you guys broken up with? It was two months ago. Like, you dated a month. Yeah. Uh, what is it on Sex and... Have you watched Sex and... Yes. Oh, thank God. Um, do you remember when... I think it was Carrie and Samantha or Carrie... 
it, it was carrying somebody and they were like, well, how long were you with them? Mm-hmm. They said like a year. Okay. You got six months. Yeah. It, it's, it's half the amount of time. Now I don't really adhere to the half, you know, especially if it's a longer relationship and stuff like that. But I think giving your time the space to grow. Yeah. You know, cause until you have the epiphany, like mine was only three years and I have been single for seven almost. Um, and it's because it's taken me this long to get to this point. Yeah. It, it took me losing friendships and it took me losing people in my life and mm-hmm. you know, that I, that I care about, you know, uh, I still care about them even if they're not in my life. That, yeah. that doesn't change. Um, but it took me losing all of those things to realize what I needed. Yeah. And what I need. Because it's this is the time to be selfish with yourself. Yeah. It's okay to be selfish. Yeah. It's okay to say no. Yeah. But don't be selfish and be a dickhole to your friends. And, you know, be like, yeah. The other thing in a breakup, stop. Especially in the beginning. Because in the beginning, you always want to know one thing, right? Why? Well, why did you do it? Yeah. Why did you break up with me? Especially if it was sudden and you didn't see it coming. Why? It, the why is not important. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. What's and done is done. What's done is done. <clears throat> and it won't help. Mm-hmm. Because what if, what if the why, you say, okay, f- like, okay, fine. You get them to talk. You say, okay, why? And they say, I don't love you. Or I've never loved you. Then you're breaking off that, that, that scar again. That wound is just open. And I promise you, like, hearing, well, I never loved you is an awful thing to hear. Yeah. And especially as you're trying to grieve. And you want to know why? Because a lot of times you try to rationalize what's going on. Because you want it to fit in this perfect little box and tie it in a bow and throw it away. And that's not how life is. Mm -mm. The why does not matter why they broke up with you. No. The why does not matter. It doesn't matter five years from now. It doesn't matter five minutes after the breakup. It doesn't matter. Um, and especially if somebody went so hot and cold, like, because you know those relationships where you're like, I love you, I love you, I love you. Fuck your mom. Yeah. And it's like in that instant. It's like, hey, you know, the, the, I've even had people like email, hey, good morning, love you. And then be like, uh, we're breaking up. What? What? Yeah. Your head just spends, you're like, what just happened? So rationally, I would want to know the why. Like, I'd be like, okay, well, why? Like, what, what just happened? What happened between you just saying you love me and now? Yeah. You know, what happened? But none of the answers that are going to come out of their mouth. Are what you're going to, you, you don't want to hear. Is not, is not going to help. No. It's not. It's just going to make things worse. Because then, let's just say, well, I never loved you. What? What do you mean you didn't love me? Yeah, no, just wanted to get laid. Never, never loved you. Wait, why? What, what, like, you're asking, then you start asking, you go into a Pandora's box of fucking why questions and what do you mean? Yeah. And it, it it never ends. It's a never ending cycle. You can't change somebody's feelings regardless of how irrational you think they are. Yeah. Because sometimes in, in our, uh, in our experiences with, with friends and everything like that, you can get the, 
the why and you're just like that is the most irrational thing that they've ever said to me like in my life but it's not irrational to them which is kind of scary because some things that are actually irrational and you're just like oh yikes how do you breathe every day you just but, gotta let it be but you got to let it be go ugly cry but you know especially if you have children good god like you got to wake up and get ready for yourself mm-hmm. to be good for you. And I, I will I will stand on this recording booth table, okay? <laughs> I will scream it from the top of the mountains. I will die on this hill, essentially. If you get up for yourself, everything else will fall in place. Yes, it will. Everything. If you continue to wallow, it, there's no moving forward at all. Yeah. None. None at all. Just like the arrow tattoo on my wrist. Yep. Keep moving forward. To keep more, just push forward. But, you know, Britt said it earlier. Don't get on the dating apps. Getting underneath somebody else is not going to fix the problem. No. Of the person that you were just underneath. No. Physically or metaphorically. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to clarify. <laughs> Um, but physically or metaphorically, like getting getting over something, I, I I did that. That was the way of me coping, and it was not healthy. No. It was not good for me. It was not smart, um, and it created more damage, which is why it took me longer to get out of the the mm-hmm. cycle of it, because I I was still in a sort of a cycle of it. Yeah. You know, you, you try to even justify actions like, oh, you know, they, you know, just got out of rehab. Why did they drink? And why they drink? They're an addict. Yeah. There's nothing, like, there's no answer to that why question that was going to give me peace. Yeah. You think it is because that's what you rationally are trying to tell yourself, but that it, it's not going to give you peace at all. So, um... Sorry, I'm looking up Tom Cruise movies. I'm just kidding. Lie. That was a lie. Was that, it was it was joke. No, but <laughs> so my great grandmother used to say she'd be like, joke, it's joke. Um and then my other favorite thing she used to say is, Oh, if like a glass or something like this was like too like a laptop was too close to the edge, she'd be like, That has a headache. It meant that it was gonna it could fall and break. So she called she she would say, That has a headache. I'll always remember that. She and I were very close. I like so, that. So I'll be like, that has a headache. And then most of my friends just stare. And see, here's again. Why? I have no idea why the fuck she said this that. This is why I needed an ink pen. Because my brain has already forgotten what we need to make merch out of. Yeah. Buck up. What would we... Buck up, but... Oh, well, you know what? It was recorded. <laughs> Good thing it was recorded. This is why we have microphones. I'm not naturally blonde. I'm not even dyed blonde. I'm not even dyed blonde. Um, But yeah, I think the first, I think the first week of the breakup is really kind of this, you set the stage for how you're going to finish getting through it. Yeah. Um, You know, let yourself grieve. Give yourself a couple of days. No more. I, I would say no more than three. Yeah. We said that. No more than three. 
because life has to go on. You know, it always has to move forward like the arrow, like we've said a million trillion times. You know, y'all that listen to the podcast um, religiously every weekend and, and or during the week or whenever you listen to us, um, we've said it a lot. But the first three days, grieve the loss. Yeah. Grieve it. It fucking sucks. Even if you were the one that said, hey, I don't want to be with you anymore. You're just like, oh, shit. You know, I finally did it, or whatever the case may be. Let yourself grieve that loss. Give yourself the three days. Get up. After those three days, get up. Be a boss. Show up for yourself. And start filling your own cup. Yeah. So, I think that's a good place to end. I think it is, too. Um, you know, you guys can always reach out to us. You know, I, I know I have a friend going through a breakup right now, which is kind of the inspiration for this uh, episode is because she asked, she goes, what do I do now? Yeah. What do I do? And you keep going forward. Yeah. Oh, and as a side note, before we fully end this episode, don't let them know you're sad. No. Stay off the goddamn internet. Stop looking at their shit, block their number, block their TikTok, block their Instagram, block everything that they are. That is the first cleansing step. You don't need to know what they're posting. And also, don't be an idiot and like post and be like, oh my God, so-and-so did this. He's a piece of shit. Don't play a victim. Stop it. Okay? It is childish and immature. And especially if you're the one that broke up with them and you're just like, oh, she probably doesn't want to talk to me because of the pain that I put her through. Get fucked. Stay fucked, bro. Like, not for nothing. Stop playing the victim. Yeah. Playing the victim is disgust. And any woman that's like, oh, I'm so sorry you're in pain, red flag. Do not pick up other people's scraps. She's just trying to get in your pants. Yeah. Do not pick up other people's scraps because you're sad. Like, you know, you wouldn't eat off of somebody's plate that they threw in the garbage. Don't do that with people. No. <laughs> don't, don't eat them. <laughs> I wish that I didn't. I wish we ended it on the on the better note, but, you know, we just kept going, and um, you're welcome. <laughs> so... Uh, we took a really nice ending and I uh, lit it on fire and sent it to hell. So <laughs> you're welcome all. No, but in all honesty, like the only way to move forward is, is to move forward. You know, if you want to sit and you want to play the victim because, you know, especially if you're the one that broke up with them, come on. There, there comes a point in time where that isn't cute. And it isn't attractive to the people you want to attract. But if you want to keep attracting the wrong people, keep playing the victim. Yeah. So with that, y'all, I am Lexi at smssspodcast.com. I am Brit, B-R-I-T-T, at smssspodcast.com. I am perfectly imperfect 0120 on TikTok. I am not Lexi Out Loud on TikTok. We have three merch stores, um, as we've said before. We have our Sunday Morning Shit Show merch, which goes to funding this beautiful podcast um, our Patreon, which should be up next month, I believe, um, and our website. So any little bit helps um, with that. We have our The Army merch, um, and The Army merch is because you always need an army behind you, 
And that is what we call our group of friends. Um, and it's not just the core seven of us. Got it right this time. Yeah. Uh, it's not the group seven of us. It really is our extended friends and family that belong as a part of it. Um, and that goes to Futures Without Violence. It's for women that are in domestic violence situations. And then Team Ben and Team Derek merch. Team Ben merch goes to uh, Mission 22, which is a uh, military nonprofit. And then uh, Team Derek goes to Wounded Warrior. So we have a lot of really good th- things um, up um, if you want to donate and if you are ever looking to you know, snag some merch and, and donate to a really good cause. Um, we have just over $200 to, to split between the three uh, charities, which I'm really happy about that right is, now. That is awesome. Yeah, because every little bit counts, especially around the holidays. Um, the, uh, you know, the holidays are really hard for a lot of people. So you could be really doing a, a world of difference for just buying a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next week. Thank you all. Bye.